Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. All new Saturday morning, 24th day of February. Good morning! Morning. And good morning to you beautiful people up there in Flowery Branch. Oh, right now. Right there and right there, right there with the Falcons. All right. You know what? When the Falcons first put their headquarters up there and they moved from Swanee, you know, which which it had been for for quite some time, right there at the Lawrenceville Swanee exit on the 85, they moved up the road into Hall County and Mm -hmm. there was nothing else there but them. Right, you, look, what we're talking about with exit, Sarasota County you, with there, the Braves. It was like, you get off there now, like, there's all kind of stuff. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right? But when the Falcons first with the Flowery Branch, it was like nothing but... I remember when this was all pine trees. Yes. Old man Peabody was going <laughs> to build pine trees and stuff. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yule Gibbons was walking around eating pine cones. <laughs> hey, we came back with Elton. Can you see his old house over here out the window? It's up there somewhere. Park I know. Place. But he says he still have it. He's, it's he's for sale, selling right? stuff, it's, man. Yeah. He got he got like thirty million bucks for some of his stuff. This bad. They were they were talking about. He started to sell a lot of his Atlanta items. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't lived in here for. for he ain't for been here for a minute. Yeah. In one of his one of his many houses. I saw him at the tennis courts once. Oh, he was he was very visible around yeah, here. Yeah. During the you know. I mean, he was he was Braves working. He, he had a somebody on the court that was working him over. I mean, he was he. he I mean, that's what he wanted. He wanted somebody. Did that he was participate in any altar here? I know he. Obviously I don't know if he played it. altar, but uh, they, they had some pro celebrity type things that mm-hmm. would come. And he and Martina would do, and the players would come in and do some things like that. But 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 um, but he was at some course right up here off I seventy five, and um, apparently it was he wanted somebody to just work, give him a workout, mm-hmm. and this person was. One side of the court to the other, one side of the court. And he was sweating like, oh, get out. I was like, wow, man. But, you know, I said, this is real life Elton John. 
But but he was yeah. out there on tennis. That, that's one of the things he did. One of his workouts and one of the things he really enjoyed in Atlanta was was playing tennis. Here back in the day, he'd show up at the Braves games all the time. But oh, yeah. this was this was where I would like to be the fly on the wall. We all know that the main place if you were here during that time that he lived at Park Place right here on Peace Street, right there in the heart of Buckhead. But there was an opportunity. I don't know if it ever happened to where Elton John could could have got on the elevator and went up and knocked on Coretta Scott King's door and asked for a cup of sugar. And she could have been sitting in there talking to Oprah. You know what I mean? I'm picturing those three (laughs) having a conversation because they literally – Oprah, it came out later, she bought that place for Coretta Scott King. That's where she lived until she passed. So she And she would be in town quite a bit. Again, I'm just picturing those three having a conversation or standing outside the elevator (laughs) waiting waiting for it to come up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Going to talk to John Bednarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, coming up. Also going to venture into Noel's world later on in this hour. But top of the uh, second hour of our show has always been with Mr. Crenshaw. Let you know what's going on locally. Yeah, just running down before we get into what the, the, the real story here. Just um, There's college basketball happening today, and some of it uh, is close to home, but some is, is out of ways. we got Georgia Tech on the road at Miami. It's a 4 o'clock start. Georgia is home against Auburn. That's a 6 o'clock start today in Athens. Uh, Kennesaw State is at Stetson. They're down in Florida playing that one. That's a 2 o'clock start. Also at 2 o'clock, Georgia State is home against Texas State. It's a doubleheader over there today, really. You rarely have doubleheaders these days. But at Texas State against the Georgia State men at 2, the Georgia State women taking on Old Dominion at 5 uh, at the Convocation Center. And down in wonderful Carrollton, the alma mater is taking on, taking on Shorter. Uh, today, 4 o'clock, the start time uh, for West Georgia and Shorter in that one. And we're, we're going to talk some more, uh, maybe some more about the Kennesaw State program and what's been happening with them. You know what? A lot of people have asked me, what happened to the coach that was at Kennesaw State? How is he doing? And we're talking about Coach, uh, yeah, coach uh, Amir Durahim. Yeah. And, and, and I said, you know, I, I think he's doing pretty good. And he goes, you know what? I checked the other day. South Florida is 20 and 5. Uh-oh. He's been doing work. They're twenty and five, Greg. Yeah, they're like thirteen and one, I think, in the conference, and they won their last twelve in a row. Okay, and so you're saying what? He's back in the tournament. Okay, I mean, I think he's in a conference that will get more than one bid, meaning he doesn't have to win the conference tournament in order to get into the NCAA tournament. With what he's done, and they just recently beat Florida Atlantic, which was one of the Final Four teams last year. So, I mean, I think the next up. They you got to ask yourself which coach is on his way out, and at one of the bigger programs. He's well, no, I, I mean he's 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 new. He's just he just he just got to South Florida, dude. We have so, we seen coaches leave after one year. Yeah, but, but <laughs> can uh, they get but, somebody throwing a bunch of money at him? I mean, we'll 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 see what happens. But he's in a conference. First of all, that allows him to have more than one uh, more than one team from that conference get into the tournament. But he's off to a tremendous start down there. Good for him. And people good like, for him. How's he doing? How's he? he he knows what he's doing. He blowing and he's, up, and he's recruiting. He's blowing up down there, uh, doing all right down in Florida. So that was happening. Speaking of coaches, speaking of coaches, uh, you know, we, we had heard for some time this week that um, you know Georgia State coaching search, and we heard some names of assistants at places like Georgia Tech and then University of Georgia and some other places uh, that were being that were going to be interviewed or had been interviewed or had been you know talked to virtually. Uh, anyway, the search committee. 
uh, over at Georgia State seem to have narrowed down to Dale McGee, who's been a longtime assistant at University of Georgia, um, and a Georgia native uh, from Columbus, um, coached uh, high school football and coached at, at Georgia Southern uh, in the past, part of their coaching staff. And uh, I was told Thursday night, you know, all right, in a few hours, you know, tomorrow morning you ought to have have something happen. Tomorrow around, tomorrow around lunchtime, you, you ought to know. It, it got to be around <laughs> 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, and I'm like, see, nothing has come through yet about making this official. How many I's we got to dot and how many T's we got to cross here, you know? And so uh, it finally came out, the press release came out at exactly 8.15 last night uh, that Dale McGee is officially the head football coach at Georgia State University. And, uh, you know, everyone seems to echo the fact that it's a great hire, a great opportunity, because think about you had to do something quickly, but to have someone not far away that you would feel comfortable bringing in to the, to the situation, because think about this, you had a team that had started their spring practices. And all of a sudden, you know, the coach, you know, Sean Elliott goes to goes back to South Carolina. I don't know what rules are as far as players staying on board or having to stay or being able to leave because of coaching changes. I would think most players on this team would greet greet this opportunity um, and going forward, too, for what it potentially means for this program. It allows Georgia State to do a hard reset on recruiting priorities. And could because you got someone that's from in state, someone that everyone knows, and I've you know I've gone back and take a peek at Coach McGee's social, and uh, while he's still at Georgia, when coaches were able to go out in January and visit visit schools, he visited every APS school, he visited every everyone every Atlanta public school. He, I mean, at least he would visit and photo posted photographs. I've been to this school, you know, which is something really really different. And so, um, you know, a lot of people were, you know, really happy about it. Um, Charlie Cobb, the athletic director, uh, had this to say. We're proud to announce that Coach Del McGee is our new head football coach. Coach McGee is outstanding and an authentic man with a strong passion for developing young men. His track record of competitive success um, at the high school and college levels makes me confident that he will lead our football program uh, to the greatest achievements. And so we welcome Linda and Dale to Georgia State University. The, the, well, the introductory press conference will be Monday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, they will be at, the, uh, at Center Park Stadium, but it will air live on ESPN+. Plus. So that's, um, but that's coming up, uh, having someone. Here's someone with over 20 years and someone that everybody knows. And uh, that's the thing. But here's the thing I'm getting, Greg. Well, while it's great for Georgia State, and to me, to me, just being able to have someone who has the connections and the relationships will allow this program to get to a, 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 another level. Um, how much he's able to do this year, working with what's there, we'll see. But going forward, we feel like he's going to be able to pull a, a great deal of talent from within the state to come in and play at, at Georgia State University. But I hear a lot of people from Georgia I won't say they're whining, but they're going to say, oh, it's going to hurt Georgia that he's leaving. Oh, it's so sad. And I'm, I'm like, you know, folks. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> he ain't bringing the Brinks truck with him. <laughs> the Brinks truck's staying in Athens. Yeah. You know, which begs the question, what's more important? And, and, um, and Noel, we're going to bring you, we're going to drag you in here on this too. In, in this day and age of college athletics, what is more important, relationships or the money? You know what everybody's screaming at the radio right now, right? You're la- the latter. What's more important, 
they're always going to choose money first. You th- you think so? I think that yeah. Listen, what drives the bus? You when you bring up examples of athletes doing this, that, and the other thing, the first thing you say is they're paying him such and such amount of money. So this is what we expect. So, well, this is a program where NIL. You, know, you talk about the level where, at the very top, where the money's flying around. Okay, you know, but then in, in totality, it can't be that because in totality, all college programs don't have that. They they, they don't. Okay. So, not so as much. what I'm saying so because so so that's where relationships do matter. So it's not a blanket statement then across the board. You're just going to have to. Add some will have to look at this is more important for them, and, and relationships are more important than others. Listen, we 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 talk about here's an example, um, Gonzaga basketball. All right, they don't have the money that Kentucky has, right? They don't have the money that other programs have, but yet Mark Few and them boys are always there. They're the Appalachian State of college basketball, right? Yeah, They're that yeah. team. But until the last five years, we've expected them. To be there because they have continued to be relevant during the tournament, not just kind of show up every once in a while the way they used to. Yeah. Now they are a powerhouse, but they don't have the money. But I so think, but we, I think basketball is different though. Okay, and we, so we saw that in March Madness. Well, all these teams that show up at March Madness, Barley Dickinson. How exactly. much money they got? But they'll go up and then knock out a team with a bunch of guys making getting a whole bunch of bunch of nil. Football is kind of different because you need more people. Noel, what's, what's your, what's your, yeah, I'm going to get your thoughts on this before we go to break. Well, I think it depends on where the athlete is in the whole grand scheme of things, right? So if you're Georgia State, where they win with this new coach, in my opinion, is that now he has the relationships and he understands who's coming in and out of UGA just coming from there. So you should be able to get those kids that can't get into UGA for whatever reason. Everybody can't go to UGA, or you can't start off at UGA. So why don't you come here to Georgia State, let us develop you. You might be able to transfer somewhere else, get a bigger NIL, whatever, whatever. If you're not at the point where you can just go to Tech or go to Alabama or UGA or whatever, then let Georgia State be that place where you can fill that gap. I feel like that should have always been their role in the grand scheme of things, in Georgia, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's you, you got to wonder what the sales pitch is in twenty twenty four. Yeah, knowing what these kids know, and what's what's available to them, not just the the ability to transfer, it's the money that can be made. You got to take a step. It's almost like a class. I, I would think true, you'd have to go true. to yeah. to learn how to get and what to say once you get in front of these people and their families. The sales pitch has completely changed. One of the reasons why Nick Saban is going to be off doing television this year. But here's the thing: even with Alabama, you talk about that. And so, money, if the money truly does drive things, why did those guys transfer out once Nick Saban was gone? Why did it, they? Because tra- he ain't there. Yeah, but you, I thought you said the money made the difference. The money ain't going nowhere. I Nick was Saban bringing up did. example. I'm not. I'm not on that tip. You are. You're asking no, me. No, I'm not. The, people I'm say, saying, you, you said when I said, "What is it, money?" Or 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 or, or uh, you know relationships, and you said I people said would, money. People would choose the okay, latter. Okay, yes, and I would. Th- them and dudes walked. They walked when the money got when the guy who brings the money in is gone. The money ain't going nowhere. Maybe because Nick Saban's not there anymore. Maybe I'm just I'm I'm saying no, to you I don't ain't know, going nowhere. dude. This is a if, this if is they a got fluid a bag, situation. If they got a bag, as Deion Sanders said, they got a bag to go to Bama. They got a bag to go to Bama. Okay, you know Nick Saban's not going to be there to coach them. So then why, that's why they're leaving. They got their bag. Well, that's well, that's, that's about relationships. Then you're you're, they, you're, you're doing trans- a black and white. If, they, if, they, is, if they're transferring the money for the Alabama that comes from Alabama, ain't going with them. Um, I'm just saying that 
there's not a black and white, I believe, answer to this right now. I think it is one or the other. I'm just not sure that there is a cross-the-board blanket approach, depending on whether it's football, basketball, or any other sport. So, yeah, I mean, you could say, you could ask that question, and I don't have an intelligent answer for it, why they left afterwards when they got the money. But it's, again, this is, this is the changing landscape of college sports. So let's see what somebody does moving forward. Maybe I'll have a clear answer to that because I will have examples. I don't have any examples right to hang my hat on. Maybe our next guest may have some. Well, we'll see. John Bednarowski, Marietta <laughs> Daily Journal. He is up next. Hopefully he had his coffee. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929thegame.com. Sportsradio929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 24th day of February. Hope you guys are having a uh, had a wonderful weekend. Thank you for letting Sam and I be a part of your weekend mornings. You will not find a bigger Lady Gaga fan than John Bednarowski, which is why, <laughs> why we, we played there. But also, I heard two great, that's also, I, and we'll tell them later on, I had two great stories this past week. One had to do with Lady Gaga, that Bradley Cooper told how she got that role. In and in, in a, in a star is born. Okay. And then the other story I heard this past week was Quentin Tarantino talked about Bruce Willis, as we all are concerned with his health and yeah, everything like health, that. Yeah. But he told a story. And he didn't tell it this week, but I had heard it for the first time in a while about how he got Pulp Fiction. And it's it's just a good story. So okay. I may share that during casting call. But anyway, we welcome from Marietta Daily Journal and big Lady Gaga fan John Bednarowski. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, I hope I can live up to that introduction. <laughs> doing well, fellas. How about yourself? Doing great. Doing, doing all right. great. Doing hey, it's good. a race weekend here in town, so we're doing real good. We got that happening. We got we got Atlanta United starting tonight. We got Braves starting preseason. And you are right in the first week of the high school state tournament. Before we get into the state tournament, though, I, I want to ask about something that we found out about. Uh, last weekend and something that happened with, with Hillgrove. And I know the folks out there haven't wanted to say a whole lot about it, but there was something that happened, unfortunately, with the, with the baseball uh, team and the baseball facilities. What have, you, what have you been able to find out this week? Well, I, unfortunately, I haven't been able to find out a lot. But, um, you know, at some point, one night uh, a week or so ago, somebody broke into the uh, Hillgrove baseball facility, um, the the team locker room, cleaned them out of their equipment, gloves, bats, uh, everything, and uh, you know that's that's kind of a hard deal to de- uh, hard thing to deal with when you're two games into a 25, 30 game season. Very, very. You know, uh, the season was just getting started. I uh, found out they haven't missed any games, though they did. Their season did uh, carry on. And for people who don't know, this team had a phenomenal season last year. Yeah, they, it was a real bounce back year for them last year, and uh, I, you know, I expect them to uh, be good. And I'll tell you what, the the baseball community in Cobb County, um, if they haven't already, they will rally around uh, Hillgrove, and everybody will make sure that they. Uh, have everything they need to be successful. You just hate for something to happen because you just feel violated when something like that happens. Because you know when you're when you're talking about a locker room, um, high school kids, college kids, professional kids. I mean that's supposed to be like a sanctuary, and uh, 
you know, to think that uh, somebody got in there and uh, took all your stuff is uh, quite disturbing. It is. It is, folks. Spending time on the waitforit.com outline with John Betnarowski. Uh, always keeping an eye on things happening in, in the Cobb County, in the area. Uh, all right, state basketball playoffs have started, state tournaments. And my goodness, when you look at 7A, you started off, I don't think they start off much more explosive than matchups with, with McEachin and Westlake. I'm like, who drew that out of the <laughs> – reaching the blind way to draw that out? That was just amazing because those are some names we, in the past, when you hear they're playing – you think that's probably for either the semifinal or the final? Well, especially on the girls' side, uh, because, uh, you know, Phyllis Arthur over at McEachern, she's won five titles. Uh, Westlake, I believe they won four in a row not too long ago. This was a 2-3 uh, a matchup. And uh, McEachern, the girls jumped out to a 24-6 to lead and kind of rode that. Uh, to victory, and then the guys, well, I'll tell you what, for anybody that hasn't uh, seen Ace Bailey play yet, you need to go and uh, and do that if you're a high school basketball fan. This young man scored 30, I believe it was 32 points, pulled down 17 rebounds, had six assists, four blocks, four steals. I think he sold some popcorn. Um, you know, raised some money on the side washing cars during the second half. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he was just unbelievable the other night. And uh, McEachern scored the most points uh, in that game that they've had since, I want to say it was 2010. They dropped 105 on Westlake. And Westlake is a long, athletic team. Uh, that really didn't deserve that. <laughs> it was, what? It, was it didn't it was deserve a heck it. Heck of an impressive. Uh, it was a heck of a performance. Man, wow! How do you say that? You don't deserve it. That's what he said. Not, okay. not, not like that. They didn't deserve it. <laughs> fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Elsewhere around the county, I think Wheeler, uh, Wheeler, and Burkmar taking place today. That's going to be a fun one. That's 5 o'clock over at Wheeler. Um, you know, it's uh, it's Wheeler time. You know, it's the playoffs. And, and let's face it, they're, I don't want to say they took a step back, but it's definitely a different kind of team this year without the likes of Isaiah Collier and Arrington Page. Um, but uh, Ricky McKenzie, Josh Hill, you know, they've got it going at the right time. Uh, I really believe they're starting. Um, Burtmar is going to give them a challenge. Uh, nice thing about this one, at least for Wheeler, is it is at home. And if you look at the way that the brackets are laid out, I'm not saying that Wheeler got an easy draw, but they don't have, uh, you know, a McEachern, a Grayson, uh, you know, anybody, uh, Buford, anybody like that. Uh, in that bracket uh, leading up to the Final Four. However, it would be fun to see Wheeler and Campbell if uh, if both teams can make it uh, uh, continue winning. So, uh, uh, But uh, Wheeler's Wheeler, and they're going to find a way to get it done. <laughs> okay, yeah, John yeah. Bednarowski, Marietta, da- uh, Marietta Daily Journal, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. Who's that sleeper out there? 
uh, folks haven't been paying that much attention to, but you know that they should be. Who is that team? Who is that program? Hmm. Let's go with Walton. Okay. Uh, Walton kind of made itself known last year. I believe they made it to the Elite Eight. They've got some guys like Luke Flynn, who is a uh, commit to go to Wofford. Uh, they've got Caesar uh, Burroughs. Uh, they are a well-rounded team. And it was interesting because, uh, you know, the shot clock, when it came in, Bo Abney, the head coach over there, had to change the way that Walton played because Walton was, uh, without the shot clock, was Dean Smith, four corners, we're going to drain the clock. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're, they're going to win games 32-30. to 30. Uh, Not the case anymore. And uh, they are a fun team to watch. Um, another fun team to watch, definitely not a sleeper, but I want to throw out uh, the Mount Perrin Christian girls. Okay. They went ahead and uh, they played Athens Academy last night in round two. Um, it, it's a little bit of a sad day uh, over there because uh, their 11-game streak of winning by at least 40 points came to an end. They only won by 34. Uh, but uh, they're looking for their third win in, or third state championship in a row. Ciara Alexander, Jessica Fields, the sister of uh, Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, uh, they've got that thing cranked up, and uh, I think they're steamrolling their way to make it. Wow, we watch for them. We watch for them, folks. We're spending time with John Betnarowski, getting caught up in a high school state tournament and some teams especially from the Cobb County area that are doing well. Hey, the road to the state championship leads uh, through Cobb. You, you, that's the thing. And the boys, I'm looking at 6A. Talk about Sprayberry is, is doing well there. Pope as well. Pope's got Douglas County. Uh, Sprayberry's got Langston Hughes. Uh, thoughts about those teams, and, and do you see them moving on? Well, they were the one and two seeds, and it was a little bit of a surprise. Not a lot of – not a – a huge surprise, but, you know, a little one, that Sprayberry went into Pope uh, in the championship game for the uh, region title and uh, beat them on the Greyhounds' home floor. Uh, Pope had been really playing well, uh, and uh, I think both teams, if they play their game today, I think they're going to be able to move on. Zach Blashoy young man over at uh, Pope, 1,000-point uh, scorer. He's going to go Division One. You know, every now and again you get one of these kids that uh, uh, really stands out that isn't at a Wheeler or a McEachern uh, or Kell now uh, because, uh, you know, for whatever reason, he's really lifted the, the Pope program he averages about 25 a game. Uh, he's a 6'4", six, 6'5", six, uh, guard, uh, shooting guard, who can put it on the floor, can shoot from range. He's a great rebounder. He's just a lot of fun to watch. And uh, uh, Pope has really played good basketball. You know, it's funny. I was talking with Pat Abney, who's the head coach over at Pope, you know, they spent so much time in regions with Wheeler that kept them from getting 
home playoff games in rounds two and possibly rounds three because they were always uh, being forced to play as a, a two-seed, a three-seed on the road. It's nice to see them have success and not have to worry about a potential roadblock from uh, a county rival just sitting there waiting for them. Yeah, yeah. Got to go. We got one more before we let you go. Kale and uh, the, the Kale boys. They got Chapel Hill coming up. Chapel Hill has had a great season. Uh, that's who they have next. But thoughts about this Kale team? They're they're doing the same things as last season, but they're different than last season. Well, you know, Kells won twenty two games in a row. Uh, they come in. They're twenty three and three, I believe, is what it is. And uh, uh, C.J. Brown is the guy that makes them go. He's the South Florida signee. He's going to go play for uh, Amir Abdurrahim down there with the Bulls. And, uh, uh, you know, he's teamed with uh, Cannon Richards and uh, uh, those guys over there. You know, they won the state title last year, and they had Peyton Marshall, the big seven-foot young man, uh, in the middle. Well, Peyton left the team to go play with uh, Ignite in uh, downtown Atlanta. And I think they've gotten better. Wow. And the reason I say that is I know you can't teach seven feet, you know, but um, it's really freed up the offense where they can run. Uh, they don't, you know, I always thought Peyton turned it not so much into a half court, but it was a little bit more of a slower pace with him on the floor. These guys are getting out and going, and they're dropping 85 and 90 on everybody. It was to me, I'm not trying to say that Chapel Hill's not going to come in and play well, but it it would be a shock to me if Kel doesn't make it back to make it. Wow. There you go. There you go, man. All right, man. Listen, John, as always, we appreciate it. Thank you for getting up and joining us, and and you get an intro like that every time you come on. Yes. Well, well, I mean, I I don't know if I'm worthy of Lady Gaga, but, uh, you know, I'll take it where I can get it. There's a sentence you didn't think you'd utter when you woke up this morning either. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) John Bednarowski, Marietta Daily Journal. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. It is Sam and Greg. We are ready to venture into Noel's world. That is up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It takes with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. It is Saturday. It's February 24th. And John Fogarty reminding us of Bull Durham. But I got a feeling we're going to be talking some baseball here. Because it's Noel's world. There's a reason she's playing that. Yeah, it is. And it's not that this dude performed at Woodstock. I think it has to do with baseball. By the way, I just made that up. I don't think he was at Woodstock. But he could have been. I don't think so. But you know what? He could have been. He's from that era. So, you know, but I don't think he was. Anyway, hey, Noel. Hey. Hey. It occurred to me why we enjoy just looking in your direction and, and seeing that smile. Because I saw that smile this week. Oh, now I just forgot who it was. Uh-oh. But I just when I saw it, I went, that's why we, you know, and enjoy her gaze. How's that? That's nice. That's right. Yeah. That was great. All right. Uh, listen, the, um, and speaking of baseball, today would have been Honus Wagner's birthday. 
Uh, Is his baseball car still the most valuable? Yeah, I think so. Still the most valuable baseball car, Honus Wagner. Wow. Okay. All right, Noel. How was your week before you get into your world? How was your week? The week was pretty good. Working on some things, did some some handiwork, screwing some things in the wall and some shelves and <laughs> screwing some, some things in the wall. Yeah, really. Just for the hell of it, or just yeah, just you know, hey, yeah, you know, rearranging some things, setting some things up, you know. There you go. Decorating. This looks like a good organizing. place. Organizing. Looks like a good place to use a Phillips head. <laughs> all right. And in the midst of doing all of that, I ran into the same story that you guys alluded to earlier this morning. Um, Major League Baseball players are not happy with these jerseys. No. You can see Actually, let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. Jerseys They're not the happy pants. with these uniforms. Yeah, yeah, no, period. it's the pants. Oh, oh, it's all of it, but it's especially the pants. Yeah, so you can see what month they're born. I, I, I saw a picture yesterday, and I was like, okay, so he's wearing Nike there's, compression shorts? Okay. There's all manner Don't. of jokes. The, the, the punchlines have been flying I, yes, <laughs> through, yeah, the, through the air to the mail like butt cakes at the holidays. So yeah. Somebody said MLB Network going to need a delay, a 30-second delay, oh, in case goodness. something happens to these pants, Yikes. if they slide, or Ooh. it's... But I, you know, it's and and I feel the players. I do because they have to play in it and sweat in it. And I think it rained on who? T- what team did it rain on? I want to say it was the Red Sox. I could be wrong, but it rained on somebody the other day. And the very first thought for everybody was, "Are these pants gonna hold up?" That's not a good way to start this no. season. No, no. Like, no. like you got players out there with just disintegrating clothes. Yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> it's like a chiffon dress in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Mission yeah. Impossible Curry, clothes. Yeah, he really. Gets yeah, Mr. Phelps, right? if you decide to to play in this game, yeah. <laughs> this universe yeah. will dissolve. <laughs> That's pretty funny when it's, you think about oh, it. Oh man, it's like that old Mark Curry Mark Curry joke. Like it melts like a chiffon dress in the rain. Like I don't. You, uh, you reminded me of something that actually happened uh-oh. once. No. It was the Olympics. It was the, not the last, it was probably 88, no, I'm sorry, 92 or 96. Was it here? Might have been here or 92. Barcelona. Anyway, it was the 100 meter. Well, it was, it was, the, it was the, the sprint events. But it really came to head at the finals, no pun intended, Yikes. of the... Men's 100 meter um, sprint. 100, yeah, 100 meter. And they have various camera angles, right? Mm-hmm. Now, also, we know the, how did you put it earlier? Not chiffon, but the, the oh. very light uniforms. Or you guys see where I'm going with this, right? Yes. So thin, so whatever. So what these guys you did in this Olympics. You don't want it to Olympics, be wind resistant. You don't want it to add any weight. Exactly. Because these, these athletes have to move. Somebody had the bright idea of not only have that side camera follow them, they had a camera shot from at the end. Ooh. So it was an upfront camera. Yeah. And you had, what, seven, eight brothers from all around the world <laughs> coming at you. And I will just say they did not show that angle again. <laughs> They did not show yeah, that angle yeah, again, yeah. and those those seem uh, like somebody should have thought of that even beforehand. <laughs> you know, but look, man, we don't really want to show this from this side. I never get that yeah, with a hundred meter, and you. Not only that, you would have thought they would have known it during the semifinals. They would have noticed it. Oh yeah, but that was a straight on camera shot. You talk about people moving, leaning. Remember we were talking about leaning in earlier, mm-hmm. Noel. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, you know all these all these new cameras we have now at, at every base and, and at the net and the the dugout and mm-hmm. I mean th- these are the type of camera angles we are in danger 
of, of, <laughs> of seeing some of stuff, seeing right? the season. Yeah. Well, that, we ain't talking about a mal, uh, you know, a wardrobe malfunction. wardrobe malfunction. They are no. blatantly just kind of thinking this uniform will be okay. And, and and let's get to that because I know the players are upset, but as a fan who likes to buy and wear this stuff. Um, first of all, I thought it was just me. So when I heard that this was a thing, I was shocked. I was like, oh, I thought I was the only one that had a T-shirt from Fanatics that washed out in two wears. Yeah. Oh, that's not me. Whoa. That's a thing. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. So we've gone from just Fanatics making a few, you know, a few T-shirts along with, you know, Under Armour doing their thing and Adidas doing their thing and Nike, mm. you know, like a bunch of different vendors, right? Yeah. Well, this is this uniform thing especially is shrinking down to Nike's name on it with Fanatics materials. Yeah, that's what we saw. That was printed in the story. Let me just stop you real quick here. I'm trying to keep you <laughs> I want I want to keep you from being called into somebody's office on Monday. So, use whatever is printed in the story, but let's keep some of those other brand names out and just say other companies because we don't want nobody, you know, what I'm saying. If you if you throw yeah. another company into it, you know, we're just t- I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm praising them, but you're not wrong. You're I know, not wrong. I'm just, I'm just trying to help you're you out. You're not wrong. Because they're going to say the same. Next time when you tell this story, just say other brands, unless it is printed in the article, because I don't want you getting called in there because you because th- they're listening. They're yeah, listening they, to yeah. us. Yeah, and they got representatives here. They were throwing us under the bus with Nike and, you know, fanatics, and we had nothing to do with that. So Y'all 100% did not. I am I am praising you guys for yeah. not having anything to do with yeah, this. Yeah, there you go. Um, But, yeah, it's just a, it's an unfortunate situation. Um. It's not just the players that suffer because there's a thing like we all have to kind of have this notion that the things that they sell us that they're already set in tiers. Right. So you mm-hmm. have some jerseys is 300, some are two, some are 150. So you, you already know there's a there's a quality in the tier factor and all of that. But now it feels like it doesn't matter what tier you go to. You're going to get the same kind of quality material or rather if the players don't like what they have on. How does it give me confidence as the consumer to run out to whichever, you know, market or whatever and put that that full price money down and wear my Ronald Acuna jersey? I want a new 13 jersey, but I want to be able to keep it. See, that's the problem I have and have had, Sam. Now, I can wash and clean and and fix stuff, you know, as well as anybody. But one of the struggles I have always had is that uniform that I have had that the, the base of it is white. Mm-hmm. But the the writing on the front, let's say a Braves, a Braves on the front in red and like black trim or whatever they do it, and then the number on the back. When those guys go out to play, all of that is shiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I wear, when I wash it in cold water because they got colors on there. Mm-hmm. All right, one part is shiny, the other part isn't. Uh, or if I wash it in hot water, yep. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So how do you do? I want to know the secret to. Do they add something to it? Is it warm water? Is it not cold? Is it not hot? Is it Cool water and not cold water. I want to know how to, to best wash uniforms. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Four zero four seven two nine seven two six. Excuse me. Seven two six zero nine two nine. How do you properly wash a jersey to keep the white as white as they have it and the colors and the numbers and the and the, and the you team? You got to be good, man. You got to be good. There's, there's something they putting in there, and you got to wash it a certain yeah, way. I need grass to know that. Stains and the dirt. Exactly. And the color bleed and keep everything. And- All right, go ahead, Noel. Yeah, but that, but you know you're 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 right on the track with, with me, Greg. Um, but what we're talking about washing stuff before that we felt, and and I'm gonna say felt because we don't know for sure, right? We just had the confidence that these things were of of decent quality, right? We just we just had that we saw the players have good quality, nothing you know tore up mid game unless you know there was a scuffle going on, which was rare depending on the sport, you know, right. hey hockey. Um, 
But now this this is it, it's kind of dampening the um, the confidence in the consumer to go out there. I mean, I've seen dads. They don't want to buy their kids a jersey. My kid want a jersey. I don't want to buy it because it's not worth it. I'm, I'm, they need to be able to keep the jersey. And why would I spend? Like it's it's a it's a bad situation, and I hate to see it because it's a lot of people that really like the city edition jerseys that right. uh, that Nike oh, yeah. came up with that change every season. You get what is it, like four jerseys you get to wear now in in baseball, in particular. And and right now this is a baseball issue. Remember, Nike also has the basketball contract. Mm-hmm. So what are these jer- basketball jerseys going to look like next year if this continues to be a thing? Are are more leagues may or 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 manufacturers maybe going to go this route to try to try to streamline some things? I mean, it's already difficult to get team gear now that's not from fanatics as a whole. Yeah. Whether it's, I mean, they even bought uh, Mitchell and Ness. Yep, they 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 are really really cornered so, the market. Yeah, they 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 are on the fast track to being the number one place for you to get your gear, but that shouldn't mean that it's the number one place where you don't feel comfortable to get your gear. Like, I want to be able to click on Fanatics and buy my, my end of my New World Order T-shirt or or my, my throwback Falcons bird and, and be confident that it's going to survive a season. Yeah. <laughs> She's not talking about taking it out to the backyard. She's just talking about washing it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Again, hand wash. I'm, hey. I'm even willing to hand wash it. <laughs> you ever hung? You ever hung? Uh, hung your wash outside? And let it dry that way. Not outside. I haven't. I haven't not outside. Did you ever have a relative? Or are you that young? You never had a relative. No, no, no. Grandma, grandma, still, grandma still preferred it when I went to North Carolina. She still preferred the line. Okay, the line, man. I do oh, definitely remember. <laughs> I did too. I remember really that, do. Yeah, now uh, LMA used to hang stuff out there. And bed sheets. Yeah. She would a, put the bed sheets It was a different kind of dry. Different kind of dry. It different. was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to ask both of you guys this question right now. You're talking about jerseys. I don't care the player. Forget about the player. But what top-of-the-line sport, professional sport, jersey would you like to have right now? Hockey, basketball, baseball, or football? Football. Okay. Falcons, football, jersey. Or is it another team? Actually, it would be the Chargers. I love that. Me and my Ooh, dad love that okay. powder blue Charger jersey. Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. in love with it. All right, see that. That's one. How about you? Me? I, you know what? It, it would it would be a Braves forty four. Number forty four. Nice. I don't I don't have one now, and, I, and and that's something I, I I may get this spring. I need one of them too. Yeah, yeah. I would. Um, with, with this being, with, and, and I'm and I'm curious to see what's going to be presented with this being the fiftieth anniversary of mm-hmm. of uh, okay. of seven fifteen. If they're going to do something. I'm pretty sure there will be. So I don't know how much that's going to cost you, but, <laughs> you know, but, but I'm pretty sure that there, 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 there will be. I'm, I'm anxiously curious well, to see what's going to happen. Which one? Because, see, you railed over the last couple of years when the Braves brought that throwback one. Oh, yeah, the said one that the everybody, everybody loves. Everybody, lo- everybody loves it. They loved that one. They didn't have because, the A on it when they were losing, though, because no. you said they just lost it. They just yeah. always lost it, that jersey. They did. They did. But they've come back, and the kids love it. And so now it's, you know, it's, it's become the Saturday jersey, and yeah. every, everybody, everybody, everybody loves it. I'm torn between two, but I probably would go with a um, Cubs number 14. Okay. But I was, it was either that or number 40 for the Bears. Not Walter, Gale. Yeah. Because Gale would not have that GS, the, the George S. Hallis <laughs> no, initials on there. But, yeah, something, something from Gale. Uh, I bet somebody has made one like that, though. With that, with his no. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. with it on it. Because I think all of them now have to have that on there. Really? Even if I it's number think- 40? Even if they didn't play. Well, no, if I'm talking about 40 from when he played wouldn't have it on there, but moving forward now when you make a throwback, I just 
I wouldn't be would surprised. You do that? I don't know. I would just the be throwback shouldn't have it on there. If, if you're it's, right, if it's to, if it's to, to, yeah. to the true, but we got to ask fanatics now. That's what I'm saying. They might just throw. If it's licensing, I'm sure the Hallis family gonna try and get theirs. So I just would think it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was on there. But those are our three. I just curious about that. But she threw me with the Chargers one. Going back to Air Coryell. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, man. Who's your favorite? Char- Who's his favorite Charger? Who's your pop's favorite Charger? I don't think he had one. I think he just liked the uniform. He ain't like anybody. Not even not even his own quarterback. Uh, Charlie Joyner. None of them. None of them. None of them boys. None of them. Paul Warfield. Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Thank you. Yeah, now. All right. I'm a Dan Fouts fan. Okay. I like Dan Fouts. Uh, listen, we are moving into this 8 o'clock hour and looking forward to talking to Miles Garrett. We, yes, he's down. He's Brum. down in Sarasota County. I got a story that happened this past week. Um, when the casting call will come up, and, and it's kind of the end of what's what I had up last week, but there's still some relevant jobs there. Yeah. But um, two things, and one was this: you want to hear this Quentin Tarantino story about Bruce Willis? Okay. I, if I got time for it, but I really yeah. do, and this could have been my story of the week. Something a a studio owner came out and said some things that made the entire industry. Entertainment industry, stand up and listen. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that. That yeah. is all coming up. But up next, as you were just making this out. Yeah. We got some folk in trouble. They've already confiscated some equipment off some cars out there in Atlanta. All right. Motor well, we, as you can tell, we are going to be talking race weekend, Atlanta yeah. Motor Speedway. The M Better Health 400 is going on. They're about to open the well, gates. We got Xfinity races today. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Hey, there's Jen Hobby on TV. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.